episode of the Recharge Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jessica, and I'm so excited to be joined today by two of our wonderful instructional coaches for the science department this time, at least secondary science, Miss Janice Duke and Miss Kara Noah. How are we doing today? We good? All good. Doing great. All good. I know. it's a, So I'm excited to have Kara here because I know that you have podcasting experience, and so being in here with you and <laughs> this whole get up and all that stuff, it's a lot of fun to have you here, so I'm excited. No, I appreciate that, and just like it. You know, walking into the setup got me super excited, and um, this is definitely a step up from that experience. So I feel like you're pushing me up to the <laughs> next level. So well, I mean, we were just talking about it. It's so funny. I it's so cool the things these kids have access to. Like it's incredible. Yes. Like we're in a legit like radio room right now. Looking around, it's like there's like two Macs in here and like a full pocket. The radio's going over there. It's so cool, and it just makes me think, man. If I had this at school, like, where would I be? Like, what would I be doing right now? Um, I don't know if education maybe would have been the way I took it. This just feels so professional. I mean, <laughs> everything in here just makes you feel like this is really quite the experience for our so students cool. to be able to go through this. So I'm excited we get to do it. Too. I know. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So tell me, did you guys, like, where was education always your trajectory? Was that the way you always thought you'd go? Um <laughs> Do you want to start? <laughs> sure. No, I um, I went a totally different way. I was a dental hygienist. Um, my brother was a oh, dentist. That's right. Yeah, my brother was a dentist, and I worked in his office. Everybody tried to get me to go be a dentist and come in with him, and I didn't want to do that. But dental hygiene is what I did for ten years. However, we moved around a lot with my husband's job, okay. and once little ones came along, I didn't want to leave my babies in a town where I knew no one mm-hmm. with people I didn't know, you know. So um, stayed home when they got school age, started volunteering in the schools. That turned into Why Don't You Sub, which turned into long-term subs, which turned into me falling in love with the classroom. That's so cool. So Janice was like science always where you thought you'd go or science so much always where I thought I would be yes I have always loved it from college on yeah I would say in high school I tried a little bit of everything I did some business classes I did a lot of history but I always liked the sciences too but once I hit college science is definitely where I veered that's really cool. That's yeah. interesting, the jump from dental hygienist to education through something. Like, that's kind of a cool story. I but like you, that. But you think about it. I mean, when you go to the hygienist, what are yeah. they doing? They're educating yeah, you, right? True. Not only do we do the, you know, taking care of the teeth part mm-hmm. and the gums and all that, but we also are educating about how to take care and teaching people how to do it. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that I was doing education all along. That's something people probably don't know about dental hygiene is you have to do public like a part of the pathway that you take yeah. is like community oh, health and all of that. that. I did not yes. know that. That's very, yeah. I think most people, when they go to the dentist, they're just like, can they tell that I only floss three days before <laughs> my appointment? <laughs> and the answer would be yes, yeah. they can. <laughs> but yes, that was, that's how it started. And then, um, I was really fortunate where we lived in the time in Missouri. Um, there was a really good college, yeah. Um, that has a really strong education program. So I went and talked with them and said, what would it take for me to become an educator? And they looked at my transcript and were like, goodness me, not a lot, oh, really. Wow. Um, and so I just had to, you know, foundations, all of the education sure, courses sure. you take. But he suggested that while I was doing that, that um, if we structured it just so I could get my master's um, kind of all in one fail swoop. So, oh, so, I, yeah. so I did that, which, you know, 
now <laughs> I'm so glad that I did because yeah. once I started teaching I'm not sure I would have gone back and done that sure so was secondary always you yeah. thought okay not that yeah okay <laughs> substitute <laughs> teaching was great yeah. for figuring oh, out where your fit was I best bet. and really the middle schools where I landed um I didn't feel like I was enough content expert sure. for the high school level. Um, I felt I was more of a generalist. Mm-hmm. And so, um, plus, I just like the age of middle school where they're trying to figure life out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's awesome that you're now back at the middle school level, but under in a different scope, right? That's that's cool yes. that you, you're back out there with that, that, those, those friends. Back with my people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. How about you, Kara? Was education always your plan? So, my mom was an educator okay and um growing up I always had I was gonna put my feet down like I'm not gonna be a teacher just because <laughs> I don't know like I love my parents but I was I'm gonna do something what they're else doing. yeah <laughs> and, and when you're the child of a teacher you get the question all the time so yeah um I in college I went business route okay um which was more kind of what my Dad did. Um, I guess I was just more interested in, in his work life. But once I got into those classes, I, my personality did not click there um, like I thought it would. Uh, so I started taking some psychology classes okay. um, and was looking to be the counselor, go through the counselor sure. route. And in the midst of all that, I took a juvenile delinquency class. And I'm studying and reading about all the students who are coming in from, you know, have certain life struggles, and all I could feel in my heart was I want to help those kids. That's awesome. Um, that's where I want to be. And as I continued my path towards counseling, I kind of felt like, well, maybe I would reach them more in the education route. You're mm-hmm. with kids mm-hmm. all the time. You, it's yeah, not just I'm going to see you once a week or something. Yep. I'm going to be with you. Um, more and more. And so towards the end of college, I went ahead and wrapped up my psychology degree and decided to get my alt cert. Okay. And I'm here today. Yeah. Like, it's just really strange. And my mom just like, you know, you can always try to run away from yeah. those things. <laughs> it gets so you back. True. Yeah. Um, but you can only get so far before what you're made for, created for, yeah. shows up and, you know, it becomes evident. So, yeah. um, you know, I got through, you know, how first year, first year is always tough. And, always. But I was like, you know, I made it through my first year, and I just head over heels for it. So. That's awesome. Um, and then, is, is my memory serving me correctly, you were a coach as well at some point, right? Yes. First year coaching, coaching wow. three sports. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I was at the middle school, I was doing sixth grade science. And science was similar to Janice. Like, I was, that was always, that's been that in my blood point. since, like, I was probably three years old. Sure. And that's another thing my parents always tell you, I'm... <laughs> Chasing frogs, you know, <laughs> handling snakes, um, doing experiments in the backyard. Um, I was also kind of like my most inspirational teachers were science teachers. Yeah. So that was that's always I think was the other part of building me towards um, where I've landed today. Uh, so that's it's all cool. that's So like, what three sports oh, did you teach? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yes. Coach, thank you. Sorry. Thank you for bringing me back to sports. Um. So I I did volleyball in college. Okay, I went that's to, right. That's I kind what of. It was. At first, picked college for volleyball. Sure. So, um, I did volleyball, basketball, and soccer, and I didn't know oh. anything about soccer. So that's a whole other adventure. You Lasso did. That's Sorry. right. <laughs> no, that oh, is. Yes, I can totally relate to that show because I walked <laughs> on the field and like, 
I had to be straight up. But I was like, I, you know, guys, I don't know soccer, but I will. I will coach you. I will coach you. Yep. I will. I know teams. I will look at your strengths and weaknesses, like those things I, I can that. pick out. And guess what? City champs twice in soccer. You really did Ted Lasso. That's right. And That's never awesome. in volleyball, which is even funnier. Like I could never, <laughs> I could oh, never wow. win in volleyball. That's the one I knew the most, which is kind of ironic. So funny. Interesting. Um, that explains so much about you, Kara, because like when she posts things about her children and they are with snakes and all of this kind of stuff, <laughs> that's just what you do. Yeah, so this is nothing new for you. Very true. Funny. Oh, that's hilarious. My favorite story that I think you've ever told me is, was it a snake that your children wanted to adopt yes. as a pet? Yes. <laughs> but this the story almost lands more on my husband's shoulders. <laughs> I love this so, so we um, we have these like stones in the backyard, and my five year old likes to lift them up, and he every day finds something new under there. And he had run to the back door and be like, "Look what I found!" And of course, we had to have the talk like, "Okay, next time, don't pick up a snake unless you let yeah. us look at it and see if it's something you can pick up." <laughs> um, and so he kept it, and he didn't want to get rid of it. So we're like, "Okay, we'll let it stay." overnight and then we're gonna let him go in the morning yeah Yeah, that's right (laughs) and so we had him in this little container but I was putting the boys to bed so I was like hey you know Drew can you um put the snake in something put lid on it before you go to bed he said yeah well I wake up in the morning and it's just a paper towel sitting over (laughs) the top of this container oh I was like goodness so I I I went and woke him I was like hey did, did, you? Did, did you? He's like, oh, he was like, I didn't think he'd get out. I was like, he's missing. So as of today, we still have a missing snake. I mean, he's either eating bugs happily somewhere under maybe the fridge. I don't know. Or he found a way out. Whatever the story is, I'm hoping like, you know, I don't find an ginormous like snake skin one day. Yeah. That... And that there he is. Because I, you know, paper towels, that's a surefire <laughs> yes, way to keep a snake contained. <laughs> I'm guessing Drew's never going to live that one down. No, he's, no. Uh, no, no I love never. that story so Especially much. if it like shows up under my pillow someday or oh, something. Like, Lord. Oof. Oof. Be still my ah, heart. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Too much. But um, yeah, I did the, the coaching and teaching thing for a long time. I went up to the high school level, did biology, um, varsity volleyball, and JPU softball. And um, kind of the point, turning point when little start coming into the picture, um, I wanted to kind of scale back on time. And so uh, I went to just teaching. But my mm-hmm. life drastically changed when I did that um, because I was able to put just more focus and time and effort yeah. into what I was um, leading my kids through. Mm-hmm. And I actually got to um, my principal after my second year there, put me in a, um, paired me up with a math teacher and we were able to do oh, like a cool. little specialized class. I had a max of like 15 kids in the room, but I had them for wow. longer and we got to deep dive with them. And those were probably my highlight years um, yeah. in the classroom working what with. What an incredible those. opportunity, that's cool. That's really cool. But then tell me about, because you may have stopped coaching kids, but you've been an instructional coach in one form and another for a while, huh? So tell us about that. Yes, I am. And uh, so in my past district, um, as a science teacher, I mean, I would say I was kind of techie, but not overly. Mm -hmm. But what what my instructional technology coach saw in me is that I was just willing to help yeah. Um, so she never had to work much with the science team because I would just, oh, I'll make, I'll show you how to do that. Or, hey guys, y'all want to jump in and try this? Because it was all about being open-minded and, mm-hmm. and willing to try new things. And when she was moving campuses and that role opened up, she's like, I think you should apply. It, it didn't even <gasps> That's come. That's a great like, feeling. Did it even cross my mind to try yeah. and do something like that? And so I, I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> jump in, right? And uh, 
<laughs> then you got the job. <laughs> it was really funny because in the interview, I was so laid back because I was like, I'm not getting this gig. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they took me. So I'm glad they, <laughs> they took that, you know, took a chance on me. Um, so I've worked with, um, so I'm currently at the, so let me rewind. That was at the middle school level. Mm-hmm. And then last year I was at the elementary level. And that's this year right. I'm at the high school level. So you've um, seen like the educational trajectory. That's awesome. Yes. That's a very, I don't think very many people have that. And it's that, an incredible insight. It was another thing I didn't see in my forecast. And I'm very thankful. You know, sometimes life, you have those changes and you don't know why they're happening. And they can be intimidating. Because um, thinking about elementary, when I was first going in, I was just, <laughs> how how's this going to work? And they are amazing. They really are. Um, the teachers there, the students. Um, it was a wonderful experience. And so now having the gamut is, um, I don't know, it's, it broadens your perspective and yeah. Makes you think, okay, I know what elementary kids can do. I know what the middle school yes. kids do. I know what high school kids, what they are, what the possibilities are. So. Yeah. That's, I feel that way the, the years of subbing, because I subbed for 10 mm-hmm. years before. I 10 taught, years? Yes, no way. Yes, okay. I subbed for 10 years all across the spectrum wow. of, of ages. And I, I feel the same. I mean, once you've seen elementary and um what they accomplish oh it's incredible it's just amazing but then you see how specialized high school is and like what those students just embrace and start really a lot of them figuring out where they want to go um it it just gives you a whole big gambit of picture of Mm -hmm. like okay they're are these strengths that these teachers have and there's these strengths these teachers have and and then you see just the magic that they work and how open it doesn't matter the age of the student they the students just want to learn they just they're like you know just a sponge just you come with a plan and i will take what you have to offer you know and it's just so cool to see um, that full gambit. Mm-hmm. I think it gives yeah. you a whole new perspective. Oh, I agree. Of just dialing in on one thing and going there. No, I agree. And I think I always think like how fortunate education is a really tough gig, right? Like there's a lot, especially now. <laughs> so yes. it's a lot. Yes. But I just think, man, like what other profession is there that you can make such impact? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I think about that a lot, and I don't know if I've come up with a, a good answer. Like to, because just like you say, to just to, those kids just come so willing to learn and interested, and you know, even the tougher ones, you're like, I still, you're a tough nut to crack, but I'm gonna crack you, right? Like, <laughs> yes, and it yes. becomes your little personal mission to do that, and it's just seeing that shift and change, like that's just, there's no better feeling to me than than that, and that's, I don't know, I think education attracts people that wants to do that, and Carrie, you said something that really resonated with me and Janice I've heard you say it but like our role is to serve right like we're here to help and Janice I I don't know I always to me you always emulate that right like you just have the true heart no you you do Mm -hmm. I mean like in all of our meetings like I feel like you're the one that's constantly like grounding us and reminding us of that and I think I'm I'm so excited to work with both of you and it's just it's I'm thrilled to be here I love my job Um, (laughs) I, I say this all the time I think Prosper ISD is the best place to be but especially with you guys in it. And I'm, I'm just excited for the year to keep keep working with you guys. It's been cool being um, on this side of things, working closely yes. with everyone yeah. in our pods that we have. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you're talking about going from elementary to middle to high school, but yeah. going from content to content and the discussions, I probably have grown the most in the last three months sure. than I have um, in the last two or three years. So, Yeah, I mean, it's it's... 
it's unbelievable, <laughs> like watching all of the pieces come together. But Janice, you were in, I know this role is different than it was last year, but you were an instructional coach last year too, right, from the CNI side. So how has the shift been? Wow, it has been such a shift. Last year, um, just so many things kept changing. And um, I was hired the week before the um, director of CNI at that time moved on to another position oh. so I was hired one week before <laughs> Teresa Biggs was named oh, okay. our, yeah. our director and so that was like okay so one person hired me but now I'm going to be working yeah. with somebody else okay that's all right and then of course the whole virtual and hybrid and everything that happened last yeah. year and us being kind of limited to the number of campuses we could go to and sometimes even not at all last year so um, going from that virtual coaching that we did so much of last year to actually being able to be on the campuses this year to actually be um, a part of a lot more of the PLCs Mm. especially being face-to-face in our PLCs and then the beautiful part of it is we doubled our coaching staff this year for our instructional coaches so not only last year I had there were 95 teachers that I basically was supporting mm-hmm. um, 35 ish for middle school science but 64 CTE mm-hmm. um, and so this year with each content area including CTE having two coaches I can just dial in on the 35 teachers that are middle school science teachers. So um, it's really cool to be um, in more of their PLCs. It's really fun to hear the planning. And now we're starting to begin to push into classes a little bit Mm -hmm. and see the planning, like Mm -hmm. all that planning. What is it? What's it leading to? Um, So it's, man, a world of difference this year. And I love it. (laughs) It's just so nice to have a very streamlined focus this year. Yeah. And Kara, you probably feel this a little bit too. Um, Like for me, so I was at Rock Hill, I was their instructional technology coach last year. And so I was in, you know, we were fortunate. Well, I say this, you were being on elementaries, you were still split. I was fortunate enough to be <laughs> on a campus full time, right? Um, but I always struggled when I was in PLCs. I'd pull over their UF, like pull up their UFDs, and I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what this means. Um, and I was like, I, I didn't know how to help. But now with this role kind of shifting in the way it has, like, yes, I know high school English. That's that is my content area. That is a strength that I have. And so now I actually feel like I'm able to help both from the instructional side and like, okay, what are the TEKS actually saying as well? Whereas before I I didn't have that. And there's got to be to some extent that too, when you're spread high to middle, right? And, you know, all of secondary teachers are under your umbrella. You have some idea of the scope, but maybe not the depth Mm -hmm. to have it well. I, I I would struggle with that even in the content area of doing just middle and high school English. It's just too much. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it really is because there's just all those little specific things that... Yeah, that tiny nuance differences. Yes. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, what does analyze look like? Okay, oh. it looks different at 6th and it looks mm-hmm. at 11th. So yeah. let's interpret that. How does that look? Yeah, so it's really been fun I mean, having Kara come on board this mm-hmm. year. And it's come full circle for me because like our... Um, content coordinator is Amy Owsley. Amy was my coach yeah. when I came to Prosper. So oh, that's she, cool. Yeah, so she was my coach when I came to Prosper. Now she's our coordinator. And then bringing Kara on, and now Kara's got the high school. And 
so it's it's really really been a fun place to be um, to see Amy grow in her position to mm. see Kara come on board and just totally embrace the mm. instructional coaching for the high school it's a it's a it's a good year hashtag yeah. team Jamra yeah that's our name <laughs> team Jamra. That's, our, yes, that's what we named our team <laughs> okay wait Jamra sorry the English person has to spell it out obviously Jamra so Janice uh-huh Amy, and then you. Perfect. The, um, oh, I love it. Yeah. That's so cute. So when you see our calendars and it says Jammer, Jammer I know what that means. Yep. <laughs> That's our pod. We are having a science meeting. That's awesome. So how are you guys liking, like, Janice, I mean, you have four campuses still. Like, yes. how is that going? It's They're busy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, very busy. Um, growing by leaps and bounds sure. and so um it's i i love though um that you can sit in the planning at one campus yeah. and then two days later you're in the planning of that same unit mm-hmm. and another campus and you can hear maybe they're using even the same project but they're going about it different ways and just seeing the creativity that each of our teachers bring to that awesome. process is so much fun to see um, and then, you know, when they ask, you can throw in, yeah, oh, yeah, this is what I heard them discussing over here. Or this is mm-hmm. what I heard them discussing there. But our teachers are really amazing at taking an idea and just making it their own. Oh, I, so fun to watch. I agree. And it's, it's cool. It opens so many doors and lines of communication that you, you know, like when you hear the same or even vertical PLCs, right, like having conversations and what you can kind of bring and leave and and discuss with all the teams. And I I always think like, man, like what a cool like side effect for the kids, right? So say, you know, if if a kid can't get it with one team's way of teaching it, like us as the instructional coaches, we have a back pocket full of ways that teachers all around the district are doing it, right? And that is a benefit for all kids, in my mind at least. I'm like, I think that's a cool, a cool piece of our job. It's a really cool piece, I think, when you start looking, especially at like uh, interventions and extensions. Yes, exactly. Right. Yep. Because you've got these ideas swirling in your head that you've heard other campuses doing that this team hasn't done yet. Yeah. So if they kind of are like, oh, what are we going to do on that? It's like, what have you heard How about, about this? This? Yeah. <laughs> this is linked in your UFD. If you look at that, you might that might be an answer for you. You know, what kind of rings in my mind is this the you know the focus is kids. Yes. yes, all kids, all the time, and yes. so we're in a great position to help reaching that goal because we're hearing how this campus does it, mm-hmm. how that campus does it, um, bridging some you know connections there, and, and a lot of what I see at the high school level is they do that. I mean, oh, they yeah. are in communication with each other. A lot of them worked together previously, so they have relationships. Um, so I see similar things. You know, I would go to one, um, you know. PLC over biology here and their PLC biology on the other campus and very similar conversations, reflections going on. So it's, um, I think that's been my greatest joy so far in this position. Um, I have a similar experience with elementary, you know, I'm sitting in, you know, all yeah. kinder through fifth at two different campuses. Um, but they, it's when you're covering so much content, oh, you know, know, all the different yeah. content areas where this is science specific, it's mm. deeper detail. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been nice to see. It yeah. really is. Absolutely. Well, I've uh, one of my favorite things. I just love hearing everyone's uh, journey to education because it's always it's so it's so funny to me. It either starts off with I knew I was going to be a teacher when I was like five years old. I was teaching my teddy bear, like, or it's like <laughs> I did not think I was going to end up here. So it's cool. It's cool to hear you guys' story and how 
how you got here and um <laughs> i think alt cert sometimes gets a bad rap but kara i think you're living proof that it mm-hmm. it's not it's right it's funny you bring that up because there's um been times when i've been able to sit on interviews yeah um with teachers and positions uh, mainly in my previous district and you know someone comes with the alt cert and it was almost like you know, oh, I don't know. Yeah. We're not sure about this program. And I was like rooting for the teacher. And they're like, well, wh- you know, why? I was like, because I was. They're like, you were. Like, it yeah. was a surprise. I was like, no, yeah. It just, yep. I, my decision just came a little later. And that's all. And that's, that's okay. All yeah. Really that is, doesn't you know? make you less of a teacher. Yeah. Just because you didn't think that I was going to be born a teacher does not mean that you're any less of a teacher than anybody else who knew that, right? Well, even, I mean, like, I, you've got to be, looking at that whole picture because yeah. even when I was subbing I was really fortunate in the district that I was in they had a uh, they received a grant to do some um, intervention for students that were just below proficiency yeah. on things and as a long-term sub they asked me if I would be willing to do that for a quarter and I was like oh I don't know let's try <laughs> <I'll> it, see. <laughs> and it really opened my eyes to um someone who was just starting my education courses yeah. at that time, right? To see like, okay, every student can master this. We just have to figure out where those gaps are and yeah. we have to figure out what scaffolding they need to get there. Yeah. And that just was having that background as I was going through all my mm-hmm. education courses and then when I began my student teaching and all, it just always gave me a heart for how are we gonna make sure each student all, we say all students, all yes, but also each. How are we going to reach that's a each cool. student, you know? Yeah. And so that, uh, and then, of course, um, I think the teams that I've worked on would tell you that was something I was always like, okay, so how are we intervening? What are we going to do mm-hmm. here, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's always been my heart, and little did I know that started from just some long-term sub-experiences and all that I that I gathered, that that became kind of my guiding passion as I went into education. So I love it, Kara, that you brought up. Like, you've got to look at the whole picture of, like, what got you here, you know? Because sometimes you just land somewhere, and I'm with you. Like, when you've chosen to go into education later on, um, Mm -hmm. there's usually been some event that has led you that way. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And so I'm I'm very thankful that those events led me here, and especially uh, to Prosper. I love love being part of this district. I know. Like I say, bias, but it's the best place to be. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're a little biased for sure. (laughs) But also correct, so whatever. (laughs) All right, well, I know you guys are super busy, so I really appreciate finding time to come in and do this because um, it's finding times that align on everyone's calendars is potentially the largest hurdle. It takes a little (laughs) magic. A little magic, but it stars aligned, and here we are. But... um, Really appreciate your time and coming in and, and talking with us today. Appreciate you. Thank Thanks you for, for being such yeah, yeah, and for being such a gracious hostess. Oh, You've no. been awesome. Well, I would like to invite you to join me in our famous outro of this, which is some words from the wonderful Dr. Broadley. Um, his slogan that he always says um, that keeps the, everyone safe <laughs> in all of Ross Variety. So, in the famous words of Dr. Bradley. Don't prop doors. Bye, guys. Have a good day.